and welcome to Quarantine Question Time, Episode 2. Good day. Are you ready for 10 (laughs) more quarantine questions? Yes. Bring those questions on. I'm sticking with the Instagram questions for now. And then when I'm done with the Instagram questions, I will move on to the Facebook questions. So are you ready? Yes. Question number one. Do you think the CIA killed John F. Kennedy? And that comes from crazy in a jar. Again. No, I think it's more likely to be a mob hit. Really? Why? Because I... I know, maybe it is the CIA actually, to be fair. It's got to have some kind of government involvement to get that cover up level of cover up on it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think about it because I spent a long time in my teenage years pondering it. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I was really into the Kennedys for ages. Like, I was just obsessed with it, which is why, if and when we do a curse one, I want to look at the Kennedy curse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it probably was the CIA, but there's got to be some kind of mob link to it as well, I think. I think it's just shady. Do you know? It's just underworld shadiness. And that could be government underworld shadiness. It could be. Or it could be like organised crime. Or it could be both. I mean, I'm going to say no. don't know no. how high up organised crime goes. That's true. I'm going to say no. Why? Just because I wanted to say something different to you. Okay. So you don't think that... No. You don't think there's any... You just think it was a crazy man that shot him? I think it was the Illuminati. Oh, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, next level stuff, okay. <laughs> no, I don't really. That was a joke for anybody who comes at me. No, I'm like, interested though. What do you actually think? I don't th- th- think I know enough about it. Okay. To be really honest, I think I need to... The problem is... Come is on, that you've watched the BuzzFeed Unsold episode. You should, you should feel fine about it now. <laughs> if I start looking at conspiracy theories, I will fall down a black hole that I will never come out of. And, I, you know, you'll see me and it'll be three months time and I'll be in a tinfoil hat pulling all my hair out telling people about I don't know the CIA and the Illuminati and that the earth is flat that's what will happen I just I always feel that when it's someone as high profile as the president it's an interesting case to look at like and particularly as the only thing that like he won the election by a really tight margin and Although he was disliked by many, he didn't seem to, he didn't really encourage the same level of hatred as far as I've read as to some of the others that have either had assassination attempts. Like Reagan, I get the assassination attempts on him. Harsh. <laughs> no, I do. I'm sorry. I do. Um, because he put so many people in front of Was it you? Uh, I don't think I was born when that happened, yeah, actually. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> because obviously he put, there was so much economic hardship in the, in the, in based off of the policies that he did whereas you know Kennedy the only thing that stuck out was that he was a Catholic and that that caused a lot of people like unnecessarily but that was like the fact that he was a Catholic president was a big deal see this is this is what I mean like I don't know anything about this my knowledge of the of American politics past present or future is so limited so okay okay that's yeah that's fair enough but what what I'm saying is I don't feel like there was enough about him just to warrant a crazy guy to take him out like if it was if they were trying to get rid like it's more likely that it was but you have to all think those about, people that he was caught up with or the government trying to get rid of him but you have to think about like just a crazy guy trying to take him out 
there are a multitude of different reasons why somebody will see somebody high profile and want to assassinate them. And it doesn't necessarily have to, you, you can't just say, well, yeah, he didn't really do anything to warrant people wanting to kill him. Like, look at John Lennon. He was assassinated. Yeah, so it could, that could, so it could be ultimate fanboy. The th- yeah. The fr- but the thing is, that the thing that's really frustrating is that he was killed before anybody could really talk to him. Like the sniper, the guy that allegedly killed him, Lee Harvey Oswald, was then oh, assassinated yeah, he himself. Was, yeah, he was. Was he shot outside the hospital? Yeah. Which again, which again, you can understand because I guess if you're in, if you like that celebrity so much, and then someone goes and kills them, you can you you want to feel you feel that violence towards them. I guess we need to do a conspiracy episode. We will absolutely. I think 100%. we need to get my brother in on it. Yes, we do. Joel is going to be in on it. But um, I'm putting a line. There's no conspiracy conspiracy series discussed about the current situation. Oh no! Absolutely not. Not happening. Not interested. Nope. Question number two: Can you do more episodes on cryptids and urban legends? And that is from Nicole J. Curry. Absolutely, Nicole. I've got a big old book of urban legends which we need to dip into, but they're all really short, so we'd have to sort of do like quite a few. Yeah, that's fine. And we can do some research around them as well, though. And I love a cryptid. Cryptids, I am here for. I love a cryptid. You love a monster movie as well, don't you? I love a monster movie. I love a cryptid. Here for it. Like Cloverfield, give it to me. Godzilla, the original, not the original, the 1998 one with Matthew Broderick, give it to me. That is what I need in my life. Love a monster movie and I love a cryptid. Urban Legends, I'm into as well. Because there's always, like, for example... You know, there's there in Kent. There's a really famous haunting of the the hitchhiker on Bluebell Hill. Yeah, all over the world, there there's hitchhiker urban legends. Like I love it. I'm fascinated by it. We'll do that. We should so do that. into it. Definitely should do that at some point. I'd like to do the urban legends one. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the YouTube channel again. Okay, I'm gonna keep doing that. But our first YouTube episode is going to be about a really famous cryptid case. So if you're interested in cryptids. Then the link is in the description to to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Question number three. Is there any one paranormal phenomena or creature that you'd like to see in real life? And that came from Sudge and Moon. Yeah, I want to see aliens. What is wrong with you? Don't say things like that out loud. (laughs) Why not? Because it'll be like Bloody Mary. You'll say it too much (laughs) and it'll happen. They'll appear. Am I mixing up my paranormal yeah, phenomena? Yeah, yeah. No, I want to say, I'm, I'm intrigued by like UFO. I'd love to see a UFO. You've seen one? Yeah, but I'd Take like... it off your list, move on. No, like a bit more substantial. Like I saw green lights moving in a weird way, which was really kind of weird, but it could have just been like military and I'm pretty sure it was military to be fair. But I'd like to see like a, you know, like a cigar shaped silver object in the sky that wasn't a helium balloon. But what would what what do you think seeing aliens would bring to your life? A sense of knowing. Oh, sorry, a sense of knowing. Yes, I see. <laughs> um, what about you? I don't know. Mothman after <laughs> reading the book. Maybe I'd like to see Mothman. Mm-hmm. He sounds like a bit of a catch. <laughs> I don't know. I'd quite like to see like a Bigfoot or something from a distance, because I think cryptids are so much more believable than anything else. Because there's, I know it's like, logically, is it likely that there is, you know, a massive ape-like creature running around the forest? Yeah, there is. is. Are there any fossilized remains or any remains at all? No. However, we're always finding creatures that we never knew existed. So I'm into the whole cryptid thing, especially cryptids in the sea. 
I think Mothman would be not one, be one not to see because he's not really a thing. He's just like a almost like an angel of forewarning, isn't he? Yeah. So I kind of don't want to see him. Yeah, true. Because then I'd be like, oh shit. Stay away from bridges. Yeah. <laughs> question number four. Do you think that Dan sounds like Moss from the IT crowd? No, that is not a question. You just put that in. And that comes from Joel, is it? Oh, is it you? Hey, that's my brother, if you don't know. No, I don't. Did he actually put that question in? Why, Joe? <laughs> I don't sound anything like Moss at all. I would like you all to YouTube, if you've never seen the IT crowd, YouTube Moss IT crowd and write me in and tell me if you think Dan sounds like Moss from the IT crowd. Also, if you are the person that has the Instagram, <laughs> Instagram account, Moss Fan Club, who is currently following me, but is actually just posting loads of pictures of Moss, please, please message me. Let me know if that's just a little gag in my direction. I really hope it is. <laughs> Question number five. Why is Dan's Twitch username Milo, Milo Skibber? Okay, so back when I thought I was cool, but never really was. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and around the time I sort of had my first email address. Um, instead of choosing your name, which would be a really good thing to do, I was like, hmm. What can I call myself? I know. I like the Alkaline Trio. The singer of Alkaline Trio's surname is Matt Skiver, so I'll use Skiver, but I can't call myself Matt Skiver because then people might think I'm in the band. <laughs> Obviously. So who else do I like? Oh, I like the band called Descendants. Uh, who's their lead singer? Milo Alkerman. Okay, so I'll call myself Alkerman Skiver. No, that doesn't work. Oh, Milo Skiver. That works. And then it's just kind of stuck. So yeah, that's where it comes from. It's your username it's for like everything. Thing, yeah. Question number six. After making your podcast, do you feel more aware of the paranormal or get more scooped, scooped, spooked? And that comes from Rachel Cassandra. Sometimes I leave recording shook. Like genuinely. Yeah. Sometimes we finish an episode and I'm just like, mm, I don't feel good. Uh, other times I feel desensitized. So it largely depends what it is. I think in terms of the paranormal, I don't feel like, I feel like I'm more aware that he, that that so many people have had various experiences and so many people have different beliefs in different things um i feel like in terms of watching a horror film every week i am less and less spooked by horror films and i don't think no i don't think it's made me more spooked it's definitely it's definitely this podcast this podcast has definitely uh, desensitized me to horror movies i'm getting but less then- and less bothered by them i think but then We've seen a couple where I've recently where I've just been like, well, so when they're really good, yeah, the impact is worse, I think. But then I think the listener stories that we've gotten, so things like Freddy has really fucked oh, me up. Oh, all the listener stories messed like, me up. Like, all the listener stories messed me up. There's a lot of them that have like made me go, oh, I just, I, this is awful. So I don't know. It's a bit of a mixed bag. Number seven. What is yours and Dan's favorite tattoo? And that comes from Lollipop's World. I like the underside of my left bicep which nobody ever gets to see which is just part of my sleeve half sleeve rather um of a guy called scott sinclair's artwork but i really like that particular bit and i'm kind of gutted that i gave the artist free reign and he decided to put that bit there yeah um, because it's my favorite bit but it's just it's just a weird a weird part of that bigger sleeve but i like it (laughs) what about you i don't really know um it's normally your latest one, isn't it, with you? Yeah, normally I'm like, oh, look, this is new and shiny, so I love it. I think your Frida is amazing. I have a, a big portrait of Frida Kahlo on my right arm, which I love. I think I sat for like six or seven hours getting that one done, and I love it. It's beautiful. 
but I also have lots of other ones that I love too. It's so. got a boar's penis. I do. I have a boar tattooed on my left arm and it is the insignia of King Richard III. There's a long story behind it, but that's... It's not really that long. It's not really that long. <laughs> I was in a play. I played Richard III. I impulsively decided I was going to get a Richard III tattoo so that when I was on stage, I could be like, look how Basically, meta I am. Emma approaches tattoos in the same way that Maui from Moana does in that they tell the story of her life. Yeah, yeah. So there's all there's there'll be a different point in my life where I'll be like, oh, that was this time when you I should was. See her back tattoo where she just defeated the uh, the lava monster. That is something <laughs> unreal. Number eight. What is the first horror movie you both remember watching and starting your love for spooky stuff? And that came from Cat L Spear. That is a cracking question because I can't actually remember. I feel like it might have been Scanners. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's like an 80s horror movie. Like, all the horror movies that I saw, I saw when I was way too young to see them. But they were also not new films. <laughs> so yeah. they've been out for a while. Um, yeah, I've got a feeling it might... Let me have a think. Have you got... Do you know what yours, you know what yours is, don't you? Because you've got that story with it, um, right? Oh, when I was really little... <laughs> I've said this story before, but when I was really little, my brother let me stay up and watch Silence of the Lambs, which I know isn't really a horror in the traditional sense, but you, but I, I must've been five or six. Like I was tiny and it traumatized me. It like it, I, I was so frightened that I was going to run into a man who liked to eat people like in real life. So frightened. But I also think it's, it spurred on my love of, or my fascination with serial killers, um, which I, which I love and I am quite fascinated by. If anybody wants to talk to me about serial killers, by all means. But I, yeah, I think um, that was the first horror film that I saw. And it, it, like, I can still remember my brother saying the words, it's about a man, it's a film about a man who eats people. And me, little tiny brained me going, people eat people. Traumatised. So I think that I, the, probably the first um, horror movies that I saw were probably around my friend Matt. Matt's house when I was a child um, but I don't really remember them because I'd imagine I was probably asleep when he was watching them and pretending to be awake because I wasn't very good at staying up as a kid how can you sleep, sleep pretending to be awake well you know just like vaguely sleeping in the position of the TV do you know what I mean yeah um, and not and just sort of like nodding along to comments and not really being awake I also lived an incredibly sheltered life thankfully uh, as a child because I had a horrendously over over no I still do have I yeah, have an do. overactive imagination however as an adult I can understand it a little bit more but as a child it was not a good thing so i had to monitor what i watched i th- i know what the first horror movie i watched in full was and i was about 12 so it's a lot later than most people but i watched rosemary's baby that's <laughs> rosemary's baby is still terrifying <laughs> it's still terrifying but that is the one that i saw in full and i watched it on tv when i should have been in bed so, oh mm. oh that's scary rosemary's baby is scary question number nine is there a spooky spot that you wish you could visit? And that's from Gallons of Mustard. No, I'm perfectly fine staying away from him. Thanks. Oh, I would love to. And I don't know if it really counts as a spooky spot, but I would love to go to Salem. I love the story of the Salem Witch Trials. I think it's so horrible, but also so fascinating. 
I would love to go to New Orleans because I think there's so much cool stuff. I can go to both those places, just not particular places in those places. Yeah, like I'm not necessarily <laughs> like, oh, I want to go to this particular building, but places that have a kind of a, a heritage of of mysticism and otherworldliness. I can I tell you to. all the places I don't want to go to, <laughs> which is most of the places that we've uh, read How about. How long do you have? <laughs> I would love to go to Penhurst just for a for a wander around. No. Nope. And number ten. Could you do an episode about your favourite supernatural films from Caitlin J or four? Is there a is there a distinction between paranormal and supernatural at this point, or is that not what we're going down? No, think I don't right. think it is. Okay. I don't think there's a distinction at this moment in time. Okay. I, I think you know. <laughs> I think all the favorite one, my favorite ones have been ones that I've watched for the film reviews. Yeah. So I think if I was to say, for example, the Babadook, which I know a lot of people hate, but I absolutely loved it, and I think that if I was to do an episode on the Babadook, I'd end up repeating everything that I'd already said. What I'd like quite like to do, and you've not been told, I've not told you this, so I might as well okay. just tell you while Sorry. we're recording, is I'd quite like to do a couple of deep dives for Fifty P Movie Club while isolation is going on. So yeah. Me and you. Do a little bit of an unpacking of one of them or just for 50p movie club, not for real life coast stories. Yeah, because we try and limit our film reviews a little bit because otherwise you, you, we could just sit and argue about them. And I can for talk about And anybody that's listened to 50p movie club knows that I can talk about films for hours. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it would happen. That's what would happen. But I would like to do it. I think it might happen, just maybe not under this banner. Yeah, maybe. And that was our 10 questions for this week. We'll be back next week with some more quarantine question time. Bye. Bye.